It is time for Streetwise with former chief of the New York City Sheriff's Department, former chief of the Seagate Police Department, retired New York City detective, Time Warner Public Access Media Award, Joe Franklin Super Excellence in Broadcasting Memory Lane Award, New York Veteran Police Association Streetwise Production, host of Streetwise, Mr. Lou Tarano. Uh, good evening and welcome back to uh, Streetwise. Uh, sorry about that, just a little uh, technical uh Probably about the studio, but which just happens, you know, the weather uh, cuts in and things and things happen as they say. Uh, first of all, I want to open up and wish uh, my engineer Brian well. Brian's in the hospital, not too serious, thank God, and uh, just had a little minor surgery, you know. But uh, he's recovering and he should be back here next week. But the way I have in the studio now, he's probably one of the most experienced engineers at WGBP. I got the Thomas on the line. So when you call in, uh, Thomas will be answering your call instead of Brian. But uh, Thomas knows his stuff, I can tell you that. Anyway, uh, the opening phone number, as you know, as was advertised, 516-623-1240. I want to open up by saying only guns can stop guns. Uh, it's just a, a lead into what we're going to be talking about tonight. We're going to be talking about the uh, Santa Fe High School tragedy where 10 people were killed, including a teacher. And there were still, still some people in serious condition, including the resource officer who's an ex-detective. Uh, uh, that was assigned to the uh, school as a security officer. You know, some people had uh, responded to some of my emails and texts, and they just want to know exactly what a resource officer is. A resource officer can be a a police officer who's on duty, assigned to the school, or the school district's hires someone with a background in uh, law enforcement. So, and these people, are, you know, they I can I can tell you this. Uh, it, it just tells you exactly what we need in our schools today. This resource officer confronted the shooter, these young kids, 17 years old, off the wall, obviously. And I got to tell you this, which you know, more young people and also teachers would have been killed if we're not for this resource officer who was shot himself. And we wish him well, and we hope him and the other young students uh, wish them well in their recovery you know it's just hard to believe four shows ago right here where I'm sitting in my studio I had four young high school students that were participated in the walkout of uh, you know, it was a national thing they walked out anti, anti-gun and they uh, you know when they went out by the way they, they were local high school kids and they gave them awards. Some, uh, two of the kids won an award for the uh, best essay, and one of them won it for the best uh, poster. But the thing is, is that these poor young people, they're brainwashed. They're brainwashed by the ultra-liberal left, including some of their parents. You know, So they just assumed by walking out of school because their slogan was, never again. They were saying that here, right in the station, and and you know it was said, and I had to, and I had to say to them just four weeks ago, four shows ago, four Saturdays ago, right here, I just said to them, you know, 
you, you haven't been born yet. I just have to tell you this. It's going to happen again. Obviously, it happened again. And if these young people and their parents are listening and somewhere in the studio, you know, and uh, they were pretty much, you know, unhappy with, with me saying certain things on the year that they had a, a different opinion of. Uh, most of them that were here, except for one young girl, who she said, well, we could meet halfway, which was, which was okay, which was fine. Keep in mind they're all 17 and 18, and they, they, they really, uh, again, I'm going to use this expression, they haven't been born yet. But they assumed by walking out nationally, they were somehow, magically, we were going to stop these school shootings because that's what they're told. So these, the agenda here with their leader, who was a, 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 happens to be a nice person, she's the head of a local uh, political group, a ladies' group, a women's group, I don't know what you can say, a female group, you got to be careful, you got to be politically correct, you know, so uh, that has that organization, they're anti-gun, so their agenda, their narrative, and their belief is anti-gun, and they got these poor young people actually believing the same thing, get rid of guns, no guns, you know, and that's going to solve our, that is going to solve our problem, but uh, it was sad to say, uh, I just just four weeks ago, we were just discussing Parkland, high school shooting in Florida, and now I'm back here with no guests because I want, I opened the phones, 516-623-1240. I want to get your thoughts, your opinion, and maybe you might even have a, a solution. So let's hear it, 516-623-1240. Of course, guess what, folks? Uh, it's yet to say. I probably said this in the show four times. It's going to happen again. I wish. I wish it were possible for me to say it's not going to happen again. But we have to face reality. We're living in a completely different world, especially here in, in this country. Since nine eleven, everything has changed. You cannot go into the airport without going through a, a screening. A screening process. You got to be screened at every airport. How can you get in? Uh, you, how about if you go to Penn Station? You go to Penn Station, Grand Central Station. I can think of a few other places, but automatic weapons are being carried by law enforcement officers and the military. People, wake up! Wake up! Now, if you want to protect our, you want to protect protect our airports. You know, this is a sensitive subject for me to talk about. Because there's so many kids lost their lives and continue to lose their lives because of the stupidity, I'm saying this, of this ultra-left who somehow, I think they're brain dead. They're locked in a narrative, and they're not going to change. You cannot bend them, you know. And they're still going to stick to there's no guns in the school, no guns in the school. So you ha there's guns in Penn Station all over the place. Automatic weapons all over the place. Grand Central Station, all over the place. You've got the Port Authority police at the airports, plus the Homeland Security. You can't go anywhere. Why is it we cannot protect our kids? Why is that? The, the, our most treasured gift that we have is our kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, whatever, right? For some reason, we fail to protect them. Is there a blind spot here? Is there something that we can't see that's right in front of us? It's it's just amazing. What's your thoughts? 516-623-1240. You know, 
this walkout that they had in the school, and, and you know, they just the poor kids. Uh, again, not to be repetitious, they, they actually believed by doing that uh, they were going to put a dent. They were going to put a, a dent in uh, what, whatever was going on. They thought it was magically the silver bullet, no pun, that was going to stop all these uh, all these shootings. You know, there is. Would you believe this? There is legislation. Public school safety act that uh, has been in, it's been in uh, Washington, and the problem with the school safety act, guess what? It's gun control. It's not it's not children's safety control. It's gun control. So, and what? And I still didn't even complete that debate, that hearing, that conference of uh, what they call school safety. Act and they went into recess. They didn't even act on it. So, uh, one of the things they're saying it's it costs too much money. You can't put a dollar sign on a young kid's life. Too much money. Look all the money we throw all around the country. We throw money to countries that hate us, and we can't protect our children and our schools in this country. It's it's again it's mind boggling. So, I suggest that the school safety act or that they call it right it's not the school safety it's the it's it's really anti second amendment that's what they want to do so i think you know uh, the pen is mightier than the sword so they say but politics is poly, politics i will talk to congress congressmen and us senators that i talk to and say hey put it in school safety you know, if you put it in school safety, you got to protect our kids. That should be the focus of the School Safety Act that they have in Washington. That, you know, how many people don't even realize there is there is hearings on it. We don't even know about it. Maybe if we knew about it, people could say something about it. And maybe the Santa Fe High School incident, this tragedy, uh, this massacre would not have happened. So 516-623-1240. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, how do I say this? You know, people have, again, by the way, I'm going to give you the School Safety Act number. It's Home Rule 1636. That's the Home Rule Act of 2017. It didn't come out this year. So we had about three uh school shootings since the time they, you know, put this bill together, H.R. 1636, uh, how they say it, it's, it's in front of the 150th, 15th Congress. And I'll give the sponsor a plug. I don't really give too many Democratic sponsors a plug, by the way, but I'm doing that with this Representative Rick Lawson from uh, West Virginia, no, sorry, Washington, uh, well, he referred uh, for this uh, committee on uh, on terrorism, and it is terrorism because it's domestic terrorism. So again, it's Home Rule One Six Three Six School Safety Act, which is a political thing, and tell them to forget about looking for ways to stop guns. How about stopping? How about stopping people behind the gun? You know, and that's and, and you know pretty much that. Okay, so I got a caller in, uh, yes, uh, Lou Talano, uh, Streetwise. Who's on the line? Hello? Hi, Lou? Yes. 
Hi, uh, this is Rich calling from Freeport. Rich from Freeport. Yes. Yeah, and I want to tell you how I agree with you on everything that you opened up with today, with the school safety when you had those kids on the show. You're 100% right. I don't know how a walkout of any sort or any demonstration is going to stop crazy people with guns. Uh, you can't take guns away from the entire world, that's for sure. And when you mentioned what's going on since 9-11, how the country changed with the airports, when we used to be able to walk into an airport, and now you're going to be searched, and, and you got to go through so many people before you get there with the armed guards outside, the NYPD, or wherever you go. Uh, it, it's just a brand-new world, and, and I understand what you're talking about with the gun control which is, uh, in my opinion, a lot of baloney. I don't think it's going to mean anything uh, because people that want to try to get guns are always going to be able to get it. That, that's the way I see it. And a school walkout is certainly not going to stop violence. It's probably going to create violence more than anything else, in my opinion. Well, and I, I, and I also believe that a lot of people may not agree with me when, when a serious criminal uh, is sentenced to death or sentenced to life in prison, that uh, they should be able to save his organs and save another <laughs> life of somebody that may be passing away uh, by helping somebody, if he took somebody's life, to give life to some other person. That, that's my opinion. I know a lot of people may not agree with that, but uh, that's what I think. And when they talk about drug-free zones, <laughs> that's, that opens it up to sell drugs. Gun-free zones, same thing. And drug-free zones. Yeah, you're right. Gun-free zones and and drug-free zones. It's an invitation. Exactly. You know, it it just seems ridiculous that people just like to hear themselves talk or make up these different rules. And and as they always said, all the celebrities that are against guns, they have all types of people around them that are armed, that are their bodyguards and, and security. Right. You know, it's just something like that. Anyway, I appreciate everything okay. that you had to say, and uh, I believe that there has to be changes. And as far as school safety goes, again, my opinion, I know a lot of people wouldn't agree, I believe that they should have offices in every school, metal detected to get in, close all the doors, only one entrance into the school, and have a security person on patrol throughout the school. Do you know, Rich, why you're on the line? I'm just trying to... I, I can hear you. I can do two things at one time sometimes. I'm looking at this bill. Uh, they want to replace uh, resource offices with health care people. Uh, that, that would be one of the things in the act. So please, when you call in regard to that bill, tell them you, you don't agree with that. So, uh, of course, they're assuming... You know, and we, you know, that these kids have issues. They do have issues. They do have mental issues. But that's not gonna. They're not gonna stop this kid from coming in with a gun. They want to replace them with mental health people. Replace these resource officers. Could you believe that? And they're getting a lot of support. You know, it, it's just amazing. So uh, uh, we do need resource officers because. We just talked about this, Richie, what you, and you just agree with me. Thank you about since 9-11, things have changed. And whether we like it or not, you know, we have to have armed people in the schools to protect our kids. Richie, thank you. from Okay, thank you for everything that you do, Lou. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, that was... Uh
that was Richie from Freeport. You, you know, we're not talking, we haven't been talking about the death penalty, but he snuck it in there, which, you know, uh, but which is good. I'll tell you why. Uh, the 17-year-old shooter from Santa Fe High School, Texas, you know, his name is Demetrius. I hope I, well, no, I, say, I don't know if I, I don't pronounce his last name correctly, and I probably won't. Uh, Pegortesis. P-A-G-O-U-R-T-Z-I-S. Pegortesis. Maybe Tommy's great on that. He could probably pronounce it better than mine, the engineer. It's Pegortesis. Young guy. You know, so I'm saying to myself, you know, the only good thing out of this, you know, that Texas has the capital punishment. And Texas has the death penalty. But guess what I found out, folks? He's not eligible because he's 17 years old. You have to be 18 years old. So you imagine that? So he got away with it. So, uh, and I was saying, well, at least we'll cook his butt, you know. And obviously it's not going to happen. Richie from Freeport, great idea. Young guy, 17, he took 10 lives. Maybe he could save 10 lives. Maybe we could use his kidneys, his liver, his heart. I wouldn't want to touch his brain because I, I, not, I you know, uh, again, uh, but, but it, you know, death row is not like people see in the movies. They, they move around and uh, a lot of people think they want to die. They don't want to die. I worked in the jails before I walked, I walked a beat in the jails before I walked a beat in the streets of New York. So uh, I, I dealt with a lot of these people. They don't want to die. They don't mind killing people. But they don't want to die. This young kid proved it. He gave up. He was meek. He said he was going to commit suicide. He was going to fight to the death. Like, these people are basically cowards. We know that. And they're losers. We know that also. Uh, I'm angry at another thing. Again, which the same thing happened at Parkland shooting. There were indications in the Parkland shooter. There were 39 different reports Incidents, phone calls, social media, that this kid was off the wall. The kid in Parkland was dangerous. And I'm going to get a little political. The FBI was too busy to handle it, and it would, it would have been an FBI case, because that's who you have to report it to when you have, when you have uh, domestic terrorist information. Plus, some of the things you did, they use social media automatically. That's, a, that's, that's federal, you know, so... But guess what? They were too busy, and they said it. They didn't have the staff. They were too busy uh, investigating uh, the collusion with Donald Trump, the president, and Russia. You imagine that? That took a priority, and guess what the next priority is? What's her name? Stormy Weather, Stormy Daniels, I think her name is. That's taking the place now of incidents like this. Could you believe that? The FBI is definitely not the FBI it was when you and I were young people, you know. And a lot of the young people don't realize that. The FBI was a highly regarded, respected law enforcement agency in this country. And I am proud to say when I was a detective, and even as the chief of police, I used their resources, you know. They were great assist to law enforcement throughout the country. It, but they be, but they were not political then. They're political now. We're showing collusion with them. I don't want to get too political because we want to talk about trying to save these kids in our, in our schools. But, uh, 
you know, they became too political. They got involved with uh, Obama, Trump, and Hillary Clinton, and they, you know, which left them dry. And, and look what's happening around this country because of that. But again, politics is politics, and you, you know, you know, how do you change the uh, the mind of someone, someone that uh, you couldn't even you couldn't even torture them, you know? Uh, to make them change their mind in regard to having armed people in our school to protect our children. But, you know, I've seen people change their mind. I'm going to use a little thing I said many times on television and on radio, is that sometimes, sometimes, hey, look, some of the times I'm talking like my father and grandfather. Hey, some of the times. But anyway, uh, they would say, hey, what's, can you, what's the difference between a liberal, conservative, moderate, left, right, up, down, whatever? So uh, when I would say, well, a conservative is a like ex-liberal that was mugged. So in other words, something happens to happen to these people before they have a different outlook or perspective on it. Now, and it's the same people. Can I say same people anymore? Can I say they people? Can I say you people? I don't know if I can anymore. But I'm saying these same people, and I don't mean the same people identically, the group of people that have the same belief or support the same narrative that they have, as they say, you know. Uh, they will tell you as an officer, a law enforcement officer, you know, it's a shame. You lock these people up. You put handcuffs on them. You throw them in jail. And you put them in a cage like an animal. Well, first of all, if you know me, I would never do that to an animal. I, I would do it to a person, obviously. My history indicates that. Never do it. I would never do that to an animal, put an animal in a cage. But, and, and, I, and I hate to compare these bad people with animals because animals don't do what these sinful, evil people do. Now, these same people that I'm talking about, they said, ah, you know, it's a shame you, you put them in a cage like an animal. These same people, when they get mugged or robbed or a victim of a crime, you know, they say, don't say that you in law enforcement. How come you don't throw them in jail? Put them in. How come you don't put them in jail and throw the key away? What's my point? My point is when it reaches home, right? If you live in a gated community, or you have a doorman in front of your building, or you have armed guards, huh. you know, you have a different outlook. You have a different perspective, you know. And what's coming to roost now, I'm drifting a little bit, but I usually do, nothing to do with old age, you know, and maybe it does, you know. A lot of these people that support it, uh, they build the Blasio, they're angry now, because now he wants to put a jail, whoa, next to their home. I think it's great. Wants to put a homeless shelter next to their home. I think it's great. Why not? Right? You people support his agenda with the shelters. You gotta, you know, we gotta, there's too many people on Rikers Island, and, you know, it's, it's inconvenient for the family to travel to, uh, to Rikers Island. So let's put a jail in every, bur- every borough. You know, folks, there was a jail in every borough. Some of you were too young to know it, and many of you do know. Uh, there was a jail in Brooklyn. There was a jail in the Bronx. There was a jail in Manhattan. A small jail in Staten Island. Yeah, there was a jail in Queens. 
So what they did was to consolidate it had to do with money, which is okay, you know, and uh, consolidation of staff, you know, which again saves a lot of money. They put it on an island, you know, and everybody was happy at that time. Politicians, taxpayers, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't care what the inmates or prisoners feel, you know. They, to me, I feel they lose their rights. You know, when they violate your rights, they lose their rights. They can take your rights away, but even though they do that, you cannot take their rights away. So it was great they were in Rikers Island. Now, this mayor, who probably wasn't born when there was a jail in every city, because he's a pretty young guy. I think he's under 50, you know. So when I say pretty young, I could, I could say pretty young at my, this stage of the game. So he doesn't know. I don't think he does, and he should, because he's the mayor of the largest city in the country. There was a jail in every borough, but how am I drifting from trying to save our save our kids? Because there's a, there's a, a a connection. There is a, a connection there that we have to have a deterrent. Now, if we had armed security people in a school, it's 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 two things. You know, it's a, it's a possible deterrent to the person that wants to come into a school and hurt our children. You know, so and, and obviously. Uh, the law enforcement officer or the resource officer, as they call it, in, in many of the states, right? Like just the one that happened in Santa Fe. He was shot, and if it were not for the quick action by the medical people, he would have bled to death, you know. But I have to say, this is your job, and this is what this is what you, you know. This is what people in that business do. I was in the business. This is what we do, you know. Uh, we could have saved a lot of lives. In Parkland, right? But again, it's no secret. I said, Scott Peters, the deputy sheriff, is a coward. He's a punk, you know? He should sleep in church and pray to God every day for being responsible for a lot of young people dying in Parkland High School in Florida. He didn't run in the school like he was trained to do, like he was supposed to do, like he was sworn to do to protect Everyone, and especially, especially children. He didn't go into the building. He stayed outside. And three other deputy sheriffs in Broward County's Sheriff's Department, they failed us, folks. They failed us. And a lot of kids died in that, and teachers as, as well, you know. And if those two young high school or gym coaches, if they were armed, they would have killed that son of a bitch, that kid that went in the and that shadow and killed all these people because they confronted him. And what we, because of these liberals, you shouldn't have guns in the school. These poor young people, aside from the children, these two football coaches, assistant and coach or gym teachers as they were, they died because of these ultra-liberal people that don't want firearms in our schools. They had the guts to confront this punk, this coward, this loser, and they lost their lives. Just imagine... If either one of them had a gun, you know how many lives they, they, they could have saved? You know, obviously, they could have saved their own, their own lives. And yet, these still morons, right, continually. No, we don't need them. Teachers are in our school to educate people, educate people. Uh, you know, where have you been since 9-11? Like Richie said on the line a moment ago, the world has changed. It's changed now. We have to do that. One of the suggestions when we go out to the school, again, 
is that we have one entrance. And like we do with the airport, we have metal detectors. What's wrong with that? You know what the ultra-liberal said? Oh, it's inconvenience. One entrance, you got uh, 3,000 kids, and I think in Parkland was 1,700. Uh, it's going to be inconvenience them. And one entrance is, and, and one, of them, one of them said, right, because they're really not as swift as they would want you to think they are, are, well, what if there's a fire? What if there's a fire? What do you do in the movie if there's a fire? It's the same thing. You can egress, you know, fire doors, emergency doors. They do have them in the schools. We're not talking about, we're talking about entering the school. So their opposition is, oh, it's dangerous in case the kids have to flee in a fire. Uh, You imagine that? And they have to have been to a movie before. They have to have been to a supermarket for it, or places that says where up there in bright red says emergency exit, you know. So I agree with one entrance, metal detectors. I don't care if these liberals whose kids go to private schools who live in a gated community and have armed security themselves. Who cares what they say, you know. We have to protect our children. Put metal detectors in these schools. We have to, folks. We're living in this world since 9-11. We have no choice. Of course we'd love it, we'd love it to be a place for, for our children to be educated. Of course we'd love that, you know. But we can't. The world has changed. America has changed since 9-11. We have to do it. Because this is, I hate to say this. I keep saying this. I said it so many times on the show. Every time. I said it seven times in the last year and a half because we had seven school shootings throughout the country in the last year year and a half. What is going on with you people? You know, protect the kids. It's going to happen again. And you know what? I just want to show you how what happened uh, last week, just before before this terrible tragedy in Santa Fe, Texas, a town uh, outside of Chicago, Again, I think it's Dixon, yes. In, in Dixon, the high school there, uh, a 19-year-old ex-student came in, and he had, a, he had a weapon, and he went into the gym. Somebody saw it, and the resource officer confronted him immediately. The shooter got off one shot, and the resource officer, the security officer, who happened to be, by the way, a resource officer, but a police officer for the Dixon or town of Dixon or city of Dixon or village of Dixon of Dixon Police Department shot him. This is and now did you read about this? How many people don't know about that? You know why? You're not going to see it, as Donald Trump says. You're not going to see it on fake news. You will not see that on fake news, and you won't see these liberals talking about it because it does not fit their narrative. It doesn't fit their narrative of abolish the Second Amendment or no guns. It doesn't fit their narrative. So you don't, you got to research that like hell to find that out. You imagine that? He was confronted and he was stopped. And right after that, I'm looking at this bill that they said school safety, school safety bill in a house that's before the house in Senate. You want to health, health professionals, right? Uh, at the in the schools, if they, if the principal, teacher, 
or whom someone on the staff reports to this health person, whatever, they're probably a psychologist or psychiatrist, and they have to, to speak to John Smith, young Johnny Smith, because he looks like he's a, a little off the wall. That's going to stop this kid. Come on, folks. Wise up. And they want to replace the same resource officers, so you will, they will never tell you about this resource officer outside of uh, Chicago, Illinois, and, and Dixon, because, again, doesn't fit what they're preaching, you know. So so what's happening? Uh, we have to sacrifice our kids. And, you know, something, it's very sad because the, the, the mother that was on the phone, when I say mother, I mean literally a mother. I mean, she was the young kid's mother that called in one of these young students who my guest, and she was angry because my opinion is we have to arm and we should arm teachers or have security officers. Her, her thing was we should have no guns whatsoever, no way, shape, or form, including the, the lady, woman, female, uh, adult that was here with these young kids who's with some political group here in Nassau County. I don't even want to give them a plug, you know, who uh, felt the same way. I like to see their faces now because I said that on the show. I, look, I have to tell you something. It's going to happen again. That's four weeks ago, right here in this studio, WGBB. In this studio, on the air, I just said four weeks ago, it's going to happen again, you know? And maybe wishful thinking. Maybe I just said, hopefully it wouldn't happen again. And I'm going to say it again. It's going to happen again, folks, you know, unless there is a way out. There is a way out, you know, that could at least minimize some of the casualties, you know. And we can minimize casualties at our airport, at the uh, Penn Station, Grand Central Station, or any similar type of hub or transportation area where people go, you know, why can't we do that in the schools? Why can't we do that in the schools? So, again, only guns stop guns. And that's the bottom line, you know. Uh, some of the people who are my guests, psychologists, psychiatrists, you know, everything that they dictate, right, comes out of a book, you know. So I, I love to have the, the young lady who uh, who's a psychiatrist uh, who's on my show last week, born and raised in the Bronx, walking distance from Grand Concourse and the Yankee Stadium, who's a respectful uh when I say respectful, professional, right, agreed with me. And she says, Lou, the reason why I agreed with you is because, like you, people know I was born and raised in New York's Lower East Side, you know. So, uh, and she says, we, our education started in the street, right? And then we further our education in college, you know. We don't start, stop, or start, I should say, being a psychologist or psychiatrist by going to a, a great institute and getting a degree. You know, there's nothing nothing better than security. 516-623-1240. You have an opinion, you want to make a statement, you know, maybe you have a solution. You know, it would be great if we had a solution. The only solution that I could see, you know, 
uh, I hope you find a better one than that, is that arming our educators in the schools throughout the country. Obviously, people say, well, again, I'm using this word obviously too much. Uh, obviously, I'm using it too much. Is that they have to be trained. So when someone says, well, how are you going to give a gun to a school teacher? I mean, how are you going to give it to the average guy you stop in the street? You cannot. A lot of these school teachers, especially Texas, right, and in Florida, have gun permits. They're familiar with, uh, you know, you go out west. A lot of our school teachers were farmers, you know, hunters. They're familiar with guns, you know. They just have to be trained. That's about it. It's, it's simple. I have to tell you that. It is simple. Trained professionals. Yes, you know, you, you don't have to don't have to expose their gun, although they do in Texas. They understand, you know, you can walk around, you know, showing your gun. But, uh it has to. It's, it will save lives. You know, I'm talking again, not out of a book. You know, out of out of ex- experience. You know, years ago they had bank guards. Remember, there were bank guards in the, in the banks. You know, you don't see them anymore. But when you well, because we got all the sophisticated security and electronics, and I don't want to give the bad guys any thought, but they know this themselves. The tellers are not supposed to fight you. You know, and, they, and everyone uses the cliche, wearing short. All right, so that's it's it's better, you know. Again, giving them the money than get shot, you know. But what were bank guards there for? They were there for determined. So the bank robbers, one of the things they would do when they case a bank, they use an old, uh, you know, term, case a bank. If there was a bank guard there, forget about it, you know. Hey, he might be. And I'm going to say this. He might be an old guy. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at myself to say this. 60, 70, 80 years old, but he's got a gun, you know? So I say, you know, hey, why do that? Let's go to a bank that doesn't have a bank card. You know, it, it's, you know it, it's, it's almost the same analogy, you know? If you have a, det- a deterrent, you know, if there's a cop on the corner, it's going to be a deterrent, you know? But in today's world, who the heck knows? You know, who knows what the deterrent is? We're losing a lot of respect for our police officers out there because of the politics and because of, I'm going to talk about this, uh, you know, the left-wingers, the liberal people who are anti-Second Amendment. You know, i got to say this. Like my, NR, my NRA friends, and I do have many of them, uh, are not happy when I say, I don't even know why you guys need machine guns. Thomas and I, the engineer, were talking about that before I went on, on the year. Uh, you know, I, I really don't. A machine gun, a Tommy gun, you know, the AR-15s. Uh, you know, I, I really don't see why. Of course, I believe in the Second Amendment, and I don't want to take anybody's gun away. You know, especially mine. You know, so what? So, but you know, they have a, a response. Uh, you know, and they the way the liberal mentality is. And I gotta say, it's 50-50, they may be right. They said, Lou, if they take away my AR or AK-47, shows you how much I know about these automatic weapons, you know, that, uh, that's the foot in the door. Then they're gonna go further, and then they might get to our handguns, you know. Then they're gonna get to your premises gun, which people can have a gun in their homes called premises permit. And then there'll be no guns. So, that's their argument. So I can understand the argument. I could also understand 
the naysayers and say, you know, we shouldn't have these guns out there. So I'm in the middle of that. I definitely support the Second Amendment. No two ways about it. And like I said, and I'm going to keep saying it, only guns, only guns stop, you know, stop people with guns. No two ways about it. And Rich from Freeport, my only call tonight, I guess, you know what happens sometimes? I get tech messages. They say, Lou, you're so interesting. I don't want to interrupt you. Thank you. I hope that's the case, you know. So, but uh, these gun-free zones, you know, you know, it's a <laughs> people with guns who are going to stick up a place. I mean, to me, it's, it's comical. They're telling you there are no guns here. So that tells you, wow, I could walk in there with my gun, you know. So, so that's a joke, you know. So, uh, anyway, okay, I think I... Uh, I may have a caller on the line. Yeah, I do. I have a call. Yes, who's, uh, this is uh, Lou Talano. Give my last name. Rich, one more time. Oh, one more time. Oh, my God. Who do you sound like? You sound like a great detective from television. You keep saying one Are more. you kidding? One I more. couldn't find a hat in the closet. Okay. But, but just what? to let you know, uh, when we were talking about the schools, and I heard you mention that they're worried about one entrance and mm-hmm. worried about fire entrance, well, thinking about it, you could have many entrances in school as long as each entrance has metal detector and security guards. Money, rich money. Well, well money. that's exactly correct, but you raise the taxes so you save lives. You have an option. Do you want to spend money or do you want uh, some crazies to get into schools and kill people? I agree with you. I agree with you because, again, look at the money we waste. Look at the money we throw. We throw money on surveys. Can a grasshopper uh, jump 10 feet if he's frightened? You might, we, you know, there was a bill like that. You know, uh, you're probably right. laughing. I can't see it. But uh, there was a bill like that. How high can a grasshopper? Uh, there was, uh, they hired people to do something like that, right? Take a grasshopper and the grass, scare the heck out of him, and just see how high he jumps. Yeah, yeah you know. spend a lot of money finding out how high he jumps. Are you and meanwhile, yes. some, some wacko goes into a school and, and kills people, which could be saved if you have the proper law enforcement around and security, even though it costs money, got to raise taxes. You know what it is in Long Island. The school taxes are ridiculous, yeah, but we yeah. keep things as safe as you have to, and you spend the money if it's necessary, in my opinion again. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, Lou, I just wanted to mention that they could do it on every exit in the school so they don't have to worry about the fire exits. Just right. spend a few bucks and you'll save a few lives. Right. Well, it's true. That's, well, that's true. Uh, but then, you know, again, uh, hire more staff, hire more, hire more people. Uh, you can't have, I don't think you can have a security officer at every entrance in a the, in the major, uh, yeah, major campus. But... Thinking about it, again, from experience, uh, about coming into the school, there's so many kids, uh, just change the time. That's you know, true. Just the time. Instead of getting there 7 o'clock, some get there 7, 15, 30, uh, or maybe a half hour apart. So it's, you, you know. You stagger uh, the time. You're right. Yes, that's, you that's stagger the idea. time. So I'm thinking that, you know, because certain places that do that, you stagger the time. So you have better control. But you know what? We can't worry about lateness or tardiness because it's like anything else. If you have a job, you know when you have to leave, when you have to get there. Getting to school, you know what time you got to get there and things like that. It'll work out in the long run. Just stagger the times and there'll be less crowds 
coming into the school, but we definitely need metal detectors. I'm glad you reminded me of that. I'm glad uh, uh, money is not the object when it comes to kids' lives, Rich. You're absolutely right. Exactly. Okay, thank you again for having me. Thanks, 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 Rich. Well, I guess, you know, I got all these tech messages, and I got all these emails today, and people wanted to express their thoughts, and one of them even said he has a solution, you know, uh, maybe the solution was what we were just talking about, you know. Maybe the solution is a resource officer, which is an armed security officer, at the entrance of every school, you know. Uh, uh, you know, and that might be the only thing that I could think of. You know, speaking about social media with the other, with the Parkland uh, shooting, uh, Demetrius, I'm not going to pronounce his last name again, uh from the Santa Fe High School, he was on social media. Why did it, Why don't we pick up on this? In, on social media, he was posing with this black trench coat that he walked into the school with. He was posing with a shotgun, and he was posing with a handgun. What happened, folks? Where was... I, I don't know. You know, I hate to say this because I think it's that people just brush by, see something, say something. I, I don't know what happened with that. And I thought that the feds were monitoring our social media. Now, if they were, they would have picked up on this kid because he didn't do it once. He did it twice. And on social media, talking about his school, he's saying, I'm going to get even, you know. You've got to be kidding me. He's posing with two weapons. He's saying, I'm going to get even. And where were the feds again? I'm critic- I'm, I criticize. I can't believe this. I'm doing this. You know, I criticize the sheriffs you know, in Parkland and Florida for not doing their job, which I believe is, this is a result of a lot of young people dying, right? And now I'm doing with the FBI. Why didn't they see this, you know? They're too busy, they're, you know. They're checking out this, what was he, a centerfold, a porn star, you know, who who claims she had an affair with Trump. You imagine? It's, 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 it's comical. Listen, who cares? Who the hell cares? She had an affair with Trump. You got, you're spending all our money, taxpayer money, time, and energy to invest to investigate that. Just the other day was one year with the Mueller collusion, conspiracy, Trump, and Russia. You know something? This is going to turn into like the Nuremberg trial. You imagine that? That's what's happening here. we got like a Nuremberg trial, you know? Tommy could explain to you what the Nuremberg trials are. He's a... He knows he's a great historian. That's after World War II. We put all the Nazis, we put them on trial. We spent a, a lot of a lot of time, you know, a lot of them we sentenced to death. Some we sentenced to life. Some commit suicide in jail. But that was a, that was a, a trial. We didn't have the social media. We didn't have what we have. We didn't have what we uh, have today, you know. So, but yet the whole world knew about the Nuremberg trial. Now we know about the Mueller investigation, right? With the collusion. Yes, who's on the line? They got a caller on the line. This is a little, you're calling streetwise. I think I lost 
the caller. So uh, do, do I have him, Thomas? Did I? Lo- I probably lost him. We'll call back. We got a few more minutes. Do I think you lost me too? Am I still on the air, Thomas? I'm still on. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. I think he uh, called back. So uh, I got him back, Thomas. Okay. Okay. Some people hang up and they get a little nervous when they, uh, you know, they want to make a statement that or or whatever suggestion again or comment comment like uh, I was like I was saying. But this Mueller investigation is really starting to be uh, the uh, the heck was that Lindenberg case. You know, the kidnapping, the Lind- uh, Lindbergh case that was out here in Long Island. It's insane. It's a year and, and, and a week. And where are we going to go with this? Well, Trump has seven more years in office, so I guess they have seven more years to uh, to waste our taxpayer money. Meanwhile, the FBI uh, is tied up with investigating, uh, you know, Trump. You know, this is what's happening throughout the country, you know. And this is what's happening, you know, because they're wasting our taxpayer money and young people are actually the victims of it. Uh, okay, so 631, um, you know, 623, what am I talking about? 516. Jeez. Yes. I Larry got you. Bottle, how are you? Okay, Larry, yes. <laughs> I'm, I didn't know you were on, Larry. I'm sorry. No, I was on before we got disconnected. That's okay. That happens. Yes, I'm listening. No, no, we, you were talking about the school massacres, right? Absolutely, yes. And, uh, yeah, I currently sit on the uh, health and safety for the Limbo School District. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. As a retired New York City sergeant, you hate when I say New York City because you went yeah, transit. Yeah. I know. Transit <laughs> housing, two great police departments, I have to say that. And there's only one police department now in New York. And transit housing did not want to merge. They fought it, and I don't blame them. Anyway, yes, so you're a school in Lindbrook, Larry, yes. Lombardo? Yeah, I'm on the Health and Safety Committee. Yes. What does that mean exactly? In other words, we meet three times a year, go over different uh, policies and stuff for the school district, and then I guess it's discussed and implemented by the school district. How does that, okay, how does that affect our safety? Well, again, we go through different scenarios, through training, uh, different, um, I guess, what's happening in the world today. We discuss it. We come up with different, like, you know, strategies, scenarios, and usually each school is required by law to do certain drills and training sessions each year. I, I think what's happening, I think the schools are getting safer and safer, and I, and I say that because I'm only seeing what I'm seeing here in Limbrook. One of the things I've discussed was also what about the buses? What about when the kids are on the school buses? How do we handle that? Right. So that was one of the other things they said that the school buses have their own policies, and we finally brought them in uh, about two weeks ago and discussed that and, you know, different scenarios. So it's just getting a little bit crazy because a lot of these, a lot of the elementaries and junior highs are closed campuses, but the high schools are open campuses. Mm. It's Open you know, game. I think open what's happening, game. you're going to need more retired police as armed security on the school district, stuff like that. Now, Lindbrook, is, Lindbrook you have your own private, uh, private right. I should say private, you have your own village police department in Lindbrook. That's correct. Right. Now, do you, do you in Lindbrook have uh, resource offices in the schools? Security uh, offices? So they have um, security guards now, plus the Lindbrook police department compared to the county mm. has more officers in the area compared to Nashville, example. National candidates hit the fifth precinct. They may have two officers assigned to Valley Stream, but if different 
if different jobs come over, they go to Elmont or they go somewhere else, they could theoretically take some of the cops out of Valley Stream. Ah. Limbrook keeps the officers in Limbrook because they work for Limbrook. So they have like about, what, five to seven, maybe eight guys at all. So you get more response faster. Plus, as far as in Limbrook, it's probably like a faster response. One of the things they're doing now, which I read in the papers also, is they're connecting the school computers to the police cars now. Mm. So now the, the patrol officer will have more intelligence before they get to a scene. Now, is this in Nassau County? Yeah, I was reading about that also. In the county. They, do, you know uh, it, do you know if it's throughout the state or the city? Or? Not throughout the state. I mean, it's costly to get the software, but it's starting to come together right. in Nassau County as far as what I read. Right. And I discussed that with Dr. Burak a few years back. We were going to do that before they even thought about that. But... I, I think it's a win-win. I think if the police have the computers in the car yes. and a job comes over, there's a, an active shooter or someone in the building, they can tap into the school cameras inside, outside, and right. see where this person could be. And, and the advantage is now they can relay that to other cars coming, and they can go to different exits or you know, entrances to the building and secure the area. Right. So, actually, if you have, like, an iPhone, police officers, you can see where the suspect is in the building when you go into the building? Well, I guess if they tap into they, the phones, but as far as the computer yeah, no, in the be, car, yeah. Yeah, it might be a great idea because if Absolutely. you can do it in the car, you could do it on your on your well, iPhone, and you can get into the building. You can see where the perpetrator is, you know? Yeah, because this is something that's been happening now. It's been getting worse. I, I guess, like, I, you know, one of the things I was always saying, Chief, is that, you know, right now it's all concentrating on the schools, but what happens when these guys with these guns go into malls, subway stations, police right. stations? It's crowded, like, like Colin Ferguson did in 1993 on a crowded train. Long, that was the Long Island Railroad Massacre. Absolutely. Yeah. Once you're in that car, you're like basically trapped in that car. Absolutely, yeah. You go car to car. And so, you should know that being from the transit police. Yeah. Yep, yep. Oh, I was... With the newer cars, they, they lock... The doors between the two cars, like the, like the A-line, the ah, new cars. Interesting. But the 7 or the, the J, the L, are all open cars, car to car. Now, would that be a safety hazard, too, if, you, you know, if you're trapped into the car for other Absolutely. reasons? I mean, the old, I mean, the A-line that I remember, and I retired in 93, was you had to come out. Like when we did TPF, we had to walk like the length of the car and then leave the state, you know, the, the train to the next car, the next station to go to the next car because the uh, doors are locked. Wow. Okay, I got you know I got about probably a minute and a half, two minutes left. Uh, retired Sergeant Larry Lombardo, what you have any suggestions? What we could do with these kids that we're talking about in the schools for their safety? Any suggestions or any thoughts or any even opinion? You know. It, it, it's like I said. I think nowadays. The, the students are more aware since these shootings. They're being more aware of their surroundings, who belongs, who doesn't belong. Training, training, drilling, drilling. Training, training, drilling. Getting drilling. it into mm. their head. And these kids, even the elementary school kids, it's second nature now. Correct. They're Correct. starting to really understand what's happening. They know to shelter in place. They know to close the doors, stay mm. away from the doors where they can see in. I mean, we know, uh, Chief, minutes, seconds are valuable. Correct. To get that cop to the scene, get in there and get going. Seconds are valuable. They need to like said, they lock the doors. They stay away from Larry, the doors. Larry, that's, that's why I criticized the Broward County Sheriff's Department. They stayed outside the building. They could have. Right. They really could have saved lives. You know that? So well, said, again, I wasn't there, so I can't criticize. You know, no, I, 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 I could because I know what happened. I looked into it and I spoke right. to people. Right. And, you know, I hate to criticize police. I, I never do. You know, I know. A, I know. A law enforcement. But the local police department. 
they got there. Oh, I can't think of the name for that for that area. They yeah. ran in the building, conf- 